Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs, a podcast that is actually still on the air. It's been 27 days. Bounty Shea joined us four Thursdays ago. We talked about Cavs Sixers. We know how that one ended. It was a solid game, but Philly ended up getting it done. There have been some ups. There have been some downs for the Cavs who fell to 42 and 34 with tonight defeats, but for every loss, there are positives, but for every positive, there's obviously a negative. Here to break down not only tonight's game, but to look at the upcoming schedule. Dan Golinski from King James Gospel and the host of the Cavalier Central podcast, Justin Matcham. It's great to welcome you both back. I feel like we haven't had the whole trio, the OG trio, in probably almost a year. It's been quite a while, yeah. Um, it's been over a couple months since I've done a recording, but it's definitely nice to be back. Nice to be back with you, Dan, as well. Um, wish we weren't talking about the Cavaliers free falling with injuries, but happy to be talking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good to uh, talk to you guys as always. Um, Justin, I hope you're doing well. Uh, is Justin's a big reason why I honestly started doing more pods regularly um, back in the day. I appreciate him for that. But uh, yeah, it's seems like this is kind of similar to how it ended about this time last year um, in terms of the Cavs, just, just kind of having hopes and then just like running out of gas. So it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Also, yeah, big shout out, Justin Match. My big, big part of uh, wanting to expand having guests. It was mostly, it was more so just me for the first year, year and a half. And as soon as we all kind of came together, I definitely appreciated the value as obviously my account was around longer, the show was around longer, the value of bringing people that really know Cavs sports and are unlike me within Ohio definitely aided with that. But that being said, you know, Justin, we'll start You're with both you. Too kind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these are, these are true comments. They're as true as Karis Levert's stat line of 32, six and four and 11 of 19. But Justin, besides Karis and DG, the, Cavs just couldn't get consistent scoring. Yes, Lamar Stevens had 16, but we couldn't get consistent scoring. When you combine that with the lack of ability to get stops and Luca just passing the ball like he's a ringleader at a circus with the best act, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, um, full disclosure, I didn't get to catch the entire game tonight. I did tune in late, but um, it's it's it starts with the defensive end on this team right now. I mean, the offensive struggles have been around all year. Um, and, and really the two guys that we thought were going to play well did play well. Darius continues to do what he does with limited options around him and, you know, gets 25 points. Karis was on tonight again. You know, I mean, obviously we've, we've talked about, or I'm sure you've talked about this plenty, but having Karis as some relief has been a big help. But um, when you're just bleeding points in the paint, the way that this team kind of has been right now. Um, and even against a team like Dallas, that isn't really um, a rim pressure, super heavy. Like a lot of what you're doing is Luca driving kicks, um, you know, Jalen Brunson turnaround jumpers, um, you know, kick sprays outs to, to Reggie Bullock or Dorian Finney-Smith in the corner or whatever else, Davis Bertans, wherever he's sitting, you know, standing at. It's just it's it's still really really hard when um, you don't have Jared Allen being the first guy there to contest the shot or Evan Mobley on the weak side to you know again 
be there to deflect a pass or bother a shot or get rebounds. Again, like not having either of those guys playing Laurie at center, um, which again, like you know exactly Cavs did do uh, down the stretch of this game. It's just hard um, to deal with other teams, you know, having to play Moses Brown, who I think has, has done as much as you can ask for um, from a, you know, a 10 day signing, like coming in and playing 21 minutes and just playing hard, being big and being tall and using your length to your advantage to, you know, just be able to finish around the rim again, bother shots. It's helpful, but just not having either of your two defensive anchors down low, your, your main shot contesters, um, it really exposes the deficiencies that this team has on the perimeter, um, especially with a guy like Larry Markinen or, you know, Jetty, who didn't play tonight, but in general, um, when there's nobody to, you know, make the defense or to make, you know, make the offense rather um, think twice about going to the rim, uh, and you, you combine that with guys who kind of get blown by in the perimeter. Um, it's just really, really hard to, to get enough stops to win games, quite honestly. And I know like Dean Wade, again, isn't a world beater out there, but another guy who's a very reliable wing defender who you also don't have for the rest of the season, that really hurts. So it's just, it's just kind of sad the way that this is going right now. And if, if Jared Allen and Evan Mobley can get back, by you know playoff time then obviously there's some hope again but right now they're really going through it and it's it's kind of tough to watch yeah and all in all Dallas only grabbed nine offensive rebounds but it felt like every single one came in the fourth quarter when they'd need to stop and on the other end Lamar Stevens who had a good game with 16 and four he was plus nine in a game we lost by eight so they were minus 17 with him off the floor he picked up a couple of unfortunate charges you know and Looking at this one, definitely one that we could have won, even with all the injuries. Dan, what's your what's your assessment of how Luka Doncic made the Cavs pretty much look like the game Fruit Ninja, and he was just slicing us like watermelons, cantaloupes, oranges, apples? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – th- there's really nothing else to say other than that. Um, that one fake he had uh, on Moses Brown, my lord. Wow. Uh, that was something else, but, uh, really, I, yeah, I, I think Amadou actually just, uh, our, our buddy KGG guy, uh, Amadou just tweeted out, um, I thought that was, it was actually astute, basically saying when was the last time the Cavs won the minutes of like, of the, uh, when the starters of the other team or like the, the key star of the other team was not on the floor. When was the last time they won those minutes? That's a great, actually a great question. Cause we were like when Luke or when uh, Jokic a couple of weeks ago was doing all his stuff, like he was tremendous, but we couldn't like the reason that was a game was actually because of the non Jokic minutes, like we got obliterated. So like by boogie, um, this is kind of the same thing. I mean, it, obviously Luca was tremendous and I'm not saying they were like better with him off, whatever, but the Cavs, like, it, when Luka re-entered, I think they were up – Dallas was up by 14 with, like, whatever it was, like 7-3 left in the game. And we knew the game was pretty much over anyway, but they extended the lead. I think when he went out, they were up by, like, 6, and then it goes to 14. Like, it's seemingly in the blink of an eye when he was out, whatever that was. But 
that's just kind of a microcosm of, of the way things are um, currently. And, and let's face it, we could have very well lost to Orlando on Monday had they not basically gone full tank in the fourth quarter. So except for the past, the last like minute and a half where they hit three threes and three possessions. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) Well, I'm just saying like, it's, it's, it's kind of weird what's going on with Kevin Love right now too. Um, It's just not, I I know he, he played well against the magic, but seems a little bit lost of late. Um, But that's his role. Kind of tired. He looks yeah, gay, but he's grandpa Kev for it. a reason. No disrespect, but he's grandpa for a reason. He's got the most like, gray on the squad, more than JB. He doesn't I, even I, have hair. I guess at this point, the Cavs just look gas period. That's it. Like, I think to your point, Dan, like, I think Kevin, and I, again, I didn't watch the entire game tonight, but in general, I just feel like I notice him front rimming a lot more threes than we did yeah. earlier in the year. Like, the legs, just, the legs are not there. You're right. And I mean, and that's, that's expected again for an old oh, player yeah. who's, yeah this deep for sure. the season it's just again just another thing to throw on top of all the other things right now <laughs> yeah it was funny i think it was justin rowan um tweeted like a, a whatever it was monday that like who would have thought kevin love is the most like healthy player of the Cavs like at this point in the season i thought that was hilarious not me Quote Paul Rudd and Jason Segel. Well, I guess who would have thought he would still be here at this point in the season? Anyway? <laughs> Not like, me. Way back, yeah. way back, way back when, too. Yeah, and he's in teammate of the year contention as well. You know, although I would say what a 180, huh? What a 180. But that I, I, this is a Cavs pod, but I I do think Stephen Adams deserves that hands down. If you just watch one Grizzlies game, you see one thing he yeah. says, or all the time. That, I, why is Andre Iguodala in that discussion? He, what has he even done this year? He's been – no offense. He, look, we don't like him, but we also – he also – his – Andre Iguodala walked, crawled so LeBron could run. He took the block <laughs> so LeBron could have his moment. But it's not – It does seem like, Zach, here. like anytime you hear any other Grizzlies player talk about Steven Adams, like it's always just how much they love the dude. Yeah, same with – Or not to. Yeah, he, somehow in his ninth year, he, he, I don't know how. He's, he's still in his 20s. It was like that yeah. in Memphis – Sorry, it was like that in OKC, and I don't know what happened in New Orleans. That team was a mess, but I'm pretty sure they all liked him. I'd have to assume so. Um, I'd imagine, like, if if you have him on your team, he's probably, like, impossible to not like. I mean, yeah. yeah. Him and Ennis Cantor were BFFs, and we're not calling out Cantor, but it just seemed Cantor's rep (laughs) has changed a little bit as far as popularity, and those guys were eating halal food before every single game. And uh, Cantor (laughs) turned to Adams on to his personal chef while he was there. So, like... It's the little things when it comes to basketball, but okay. So my, here's my analysis of this game. Having luckily caught it from start to finish. Obviously this isn't like last year where we're free every night for every game. Last year's the first time in my life. I've seen all X number of games of my favorite team. Like I try and every time I'm not already working, the Cavs are the priority. You know, you cancel plans. You don't do this, but watching tonight, I mean, Luke had eight assists in the first quarter. 30, 35, 9, and 13. You know, even had a couple blocks. Looking at Jalen Brunson. Didn't have a great game, but he wasn't bad at all. 18, 5, and 6. Hit some timely shots. Dorian Finney-Smith, who really only scores and hits threes and plays defense, 28 plus 16. I mean, their bench was abysmal. They, they didn't have anybody with more than two baskets. They had six field goals from five players. But... Uh, the reason we lost, and they only gave up 38 rebounds. We only had 39. And the reason we lost, A, 
couldn't crash the glass on defense when the game came down to it. That's number one. Number two is the fact that the Cavs couldn't string together any stretch of an eight or a 10-0 run where they're not only scoring, which they were in the first, second, and third quarter, at least for the first half of the third. They'll score, but then they'll give up two or three baskets on the other end. You know, I noticed this when we were up six to start the third. Uh, it was after one of Levert's tough buckets. He may have gone lefty. He gave up three or four hoops in a row. I mean, you, you look at it, and when you can't string together a long stretch where you're winning by eight to ten points in a game that winds up only being decided by eight in the scheme of things, you're asking the other team to hand you an L. And guys, I think that's pretty much what happens here. Or when Dorian Finney-Smith gets 28, you're probably going to get an L, too. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. I mean, anyone that played DFS. Nice player, though. Very oh, nice absolutely. player. I don't know why he was undrafted. I mean, we don't know that. That is unreal. Know. That is unreal. For like, we, th- we we enjoy Lamar, and we like Delhi, and we like Dean Wade, get well soon. But, like, look at Dorian Finney-Smith. He, I mean, and so I, the offensive skill set has taken strides from year to year for Sander, for yeah. Smith. No, like, he I couldn't think... shoot this well either, yeah. right away. Yeah, but, no, no, no. But here's the interesting thing, though. And Dallas, I still think, is going to lose in the first round again if this is what they have, because it's great that they're 48 and 29. They were the, they had pretty much the same record each of the previous two years. It's just you have to take some wins away to match the game totals. But you look at Dallas, they've improved zero. The only difference now is it's Reggie Bullock taking Tim Hardaway's minutes and Jalen Brunson is an effective number two. Sure, they have Dinwiddie, but they're, Luka's going to have to play 43 minutes a game in the playoffs again. They're going to run into a team like – it's not going to be the Clippers based on what seedings are. They're going to run into a team like the Clippers again, and they're going to fall short. The same thing's going to happen to Utah. I don't know what's going to happen in the West. Well, they're, they're the four or five teams right now. Oh, 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 oh sorry. Yeah. That's honestly, I, I think the Mavs could be the Nuggets. I really do. We'll see. We'll see. Although, if I don't know what's going to happen with that, and if Minnesota sneaks out, but here's what I will say, and then we'll move back to the Cavs and tomorrow's game with Atlanta. If I am a team in the West, I do not want to play the Clippers. I don't know for sure yeah. that Minnesota can take them down. I know the record difference, but I think. They have our pal Isaiah Hartenstein, who went off in the fourth quarter last night. They got they're gonna have Norman Powell back. They got Paul George. They have scorers like but Morris, Morris Batum, Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard are all hit or miss, but they're gonna be on. Luke Kennard has been on. They have all four of these guys, plus they have defense in the form of Paul George, Robert Covington. Zubots can protect the rim. They have a really nice rotation. They could go 12 deep and still win a game. So yeah. that being said, then they have Brandon Boston, who I wish was on the Cavs low key right now. But yeah. uh, and they have Semi Ojale. Semi Ojale, who I met at the Hall of Fame before his <laughs> Who always year. kills us. Always yeah. kills us. Who's actually been like semi not terrible for the Ha Nice. Nice use of his name in that one. Oh, I see you. Snap. You took my fruit ninja joke and just stepped on it with a better one. <laughs> Respect. Stepped on it and over it. Yeah, ta- you taught you Allen Iverson on Ty Lude that one, Justin. Almost did, almost did like the Shaq uh, on, uh, what was that guy? Chris Dudley. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he just, he bodied him. He literally bodied him so hard that he sent him to the fourth dimension. He sent him to Rob, to <laughs> Wob's dunk graveyard before it even got invented. It was, but, uh, it was <laughs> DeAndre Jordan on Brandon Knight. Woo. Oh, man. It was also Brandon Kyrie. Knight tonight, too. Yeah, shout out to Brandon Knight and Marquise Chris, who played a combined 10 minutes. 
against yeah, Marquise, yeah. Cavaliers tonight. Hey, Marquise Chris is actually still, I think, an NBA player. Obviously, he outlasted Dragon yeah, Bender. Who saw, who saw him outlasting Dragon Bender? But they were teammates, actually, I think, on the Warriors uh, right before uh, the COVID shutdown. I think they were playing together. But um, nonetheless, yeah, shout out to both of them. Happy that Knight got back. I want to see Nick Stauskas get minutes in Boston. He was averaging 50 in the G League for a straight week, and he still hasn't touched the court for them yet. But then again, Joe Johnson played for the Celtics this year, so it's been a long season. They got Sam. They got Sam Hauser, the uh, howitzer. They do have Sam Hauser. He's good. But anyway, all right, guys. So we saw Dallas tonight. Update from Atlanta right now is a they're they're on pace to win. They're up 125, 105. Let's get some quick stats. Trey Young has 41. That's just great. Bogdan has 20. Kevin Knox has 17 points. What on earth is happening tonight? <laughs> DeAndre Hunter with 17. Lindy Waters the third has scored 25 off the bench, which is certainly going to be talked about. How tomorrow. much off the bench? 25. And they still have wow. they still have seven minutes to go. So we need the Thunder to keep it close so the Hawks get tired. But uh, all right, we got the Hawks. Trey Young, I think, is the top three hottest player in the league right now. Uh, Dan, I'll start with you. Then Justin can't, it, we're, I, we're going to assume that Gallinari's out. Collins is out. So they're going to start this, this lineup of Herder, Trey, Capella, Luangu, Cabarro, DeAndre Hunter with a bench of a Knox, Bogdanovich and DeLon Wright, Lou Will. Can we beat them tomorrow? And how important is this game with the teams only being three games apart? Should Atlanta hold on? Can we beat them? Absolutely not. No. No, God no. Um, the Cavs are going to be hard pressed to win another game. Like that—that's serious, definitely serious. Um, it, sorry, what was the second part? Oh, how important is the game? How important is? The I game? mean, I think they're all important, um, but I—I I don't know. I, I can't say for certain that the Cavs will. I, I like they definitely will not win two games. Like no way, no way, zero way. And the Hawks, what have they they've taken two or three from us this thus far, correct? On the uh, I'm gonna double check, but I believe that to be correct. Because I think our first win was like way back when we beat them, I think was our first win of the season. All right, we beat them on October twenty-third by six. We lost by three on December thirty-first, and we lost by eight on February fifteenth. Oh yeah, we lost to Trey Young and a bunch of uh I don't know like iron workers essentially in the second one. <laughs> yep. Like, which was insane. Um, it wasted a great, tremendous Kevin Lumber. So yeah, I, we're not, we can't guard them. We can't guard anybody right now. We can't guard a chair. So I'm no, guarding this I chair I'm sitting in right now. Put me in, put me in. JB. Well, I, I don't know what the line is. I didn't check it thus or like thus far, but I, I don't know how we come with a double business in that game. I, I like it. Maybe it's like tonight where the game's really over and then, Lamar does some of Lamar things, but I don't see how we come within four possessions. I really don't. If, if it's actually like they're keeping their guy. I mean, this, this team is another team that had 85 points in the first half. So yeah, we're going to get obliterated. Like I'm just saying that that's why I would imagine. I could see us losing by 10 plus the next two. I definitely could. All right. All right. So we're, we, we could give up 16 points to Jericho Sims in that game. I'm going to say we do. 
Hey, Jericho Sims is actually decent, but he should be getting 16. Oh, I like him. It's not point. I do too. But no, all right, Justin, what's your he could uh, get eight, he could get eight lobs in that game. Ah, uh, who's not? throwing lobs on the Knicks, bro? Who's throwing lobs on the Knicks? Well, yeah, I don't Burks. know, but I can see it. Alan Alan Burks. Burks, Alan Burks will give us the business. That is a guarantee. <laughs> well, if he does, we can, Hard remember facts. His, we can remember his game-winning dunk against Brooklyn that set Brooklyn's nine-game winning streak in motion four years ago if he does that. But I was there for that. I never stopped telling people that. Talked to Fred oh, McLeod at that okay. game, and he acknowledged my Kevin Love to RIP Fred. But that was, a, that, was a, that was a great, great game. Justin, what are your thoughts? Can, is there anything we can do? to stop Rayford Trey Young Jr. from cooking us? I mean, that's that's the question. What else can you do right now? Like, what is the adjustment to be made? I think, and, and I'll ask in a minute about, you know, the Jetty versus Windler thing that's going on right now. But, like, without Mobley, it's just going to be tough. Like, you're going to have to play, you know, Laurie, Kevin, as your two big man lineups, you're going to have to play with Moses Brown. You know, is the the change to give Ed Davis more minutes? I don't think maybe. so. Maybe, mm. maybe, maybe Ed Davis comes in there and solves some of the rebounding issues. But like, is is Ed Davis the answer? I don't, I don't think he is. If he is an upgrade, is it enough of an upgrade? I just don't really see what else this team can do right now. They're kind of out of options. Um, okay. Mm. Bring him back. No, Justin, you have that jersey that you bring got him back. $13.99. No, if we bring Ante I'll, Zizic back, and we have to bring him back. We need to get him a new jersey. He can have mine out of my closet. But um but yeah. I, can I just have a quick question? Is sorry to interject, Justin. Is no. Verichau formally retired? Are we sure if he's retired? He the celebrity all How'd he look? So, I, I missed it. How'd he look? I actually I don't think did. he I looked that good. I don't Ooh. think he looked that good. Well, I don't right. think he was okay. Let's get that. Booby Gibson out of here. Let's get Booby Gibson with still. So block everything and hit 15 threes in the next game. But like I think I, I think this team can win a couple more games this season. I don't think that they're gonna beat Atlanta. Just to, again, like I'm not sure what is gonna be different from that game to from this game, basically. You know, from from Dallas to Atlanta, what what is going to change in the Cavs' approach? Well, I have that is going here. to be that is going to be different. That's going to help them. Yeah, and we'll I, go ahead I think and say it, what you're going to say. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Isaac Okoro, and obviously he had a rough offensive game today. But Trey Young is not a guy you guard like Luca. Trey Young is a top ten to fifteen player in the league. There's no question. Just like Luca is. The thing about Luca is he's so good with his set moves that you double him almost every time. And when Luca's doubled, he makes these crazy passes. He has better shooters around him than mm. Trey does. Now, they can double Trey, but I do think Stevens and Okoro can take him one-on-one, at least try to at the start, first and second quarter, maybe the third. And you can maybe double late. But other than Bogdan and Herter, well, they got two guys like Bogdan and Herter. You just got to stay focused. And, you know, if you're man, a big if you man, can't protect the rim, I mean – I will. Capella Young hasn't is just been the same be... player. Capella hasn't been the same player. John Collins hasn't been there. So they're not playing with two lob threats like they were at their peak last year. So they're playing very but, much like the 2009 Magic. Just that being said. I think whoever just is catching the lob, though, if if Trey Young is constantly in pick and roll, attacking the basket, throwing lobs. Moses has like, Is Moses Brown going to be able to not foul? Yes. Enough to even stay on the floor long enough yes. to be a rim protector? Oh, yeah. 
Is Ed Davis going to be able to jump more than an inch off the floor to, you know, contest a lob? Ed Davis has Evan Love certainly can. It's just it, for the Cavs, it's pretty much pick your poison right now. Like their defense is legitimately missed shots. Like the, the contests are very minimal, unfortunately. I mean, as Justin is hitting on, like it's pretty much opposing play, like primary playmakers, whoever they are, have like a two way go. And I mean, even Alex Caruso for some stretches was kind of a problem from a, like a penetration standpoint, even for us, like, it, it was it was bad in that way, and they were playing they were playing like three slash four guard lineups a good amount of the time. But even in that one, like Mobley, even when he was in there, like there were still like Chicago didn't shoot really really well in the second half. But it it's just at this point, yeah, like it, there's just those lobs. Like, and the problem is that the weak side guys are having to help down, and then. It just seems like there are so many corner threes that are just so wide open. And even with, even when Allen was playing a little bit, we, we've been giving those up a good, like way more post all-star than, than pre. Yeah. I have a quick question. Um, if you don't mind real quick, Zach. Yeah. Dan, I got to get your thoughts on the, the Dylan Windler versus Chetty thing. I know you have always been, um, Jetty's most loyal defender, but is this the case of just we don't have that many games left with Dylan Windler? Let's see if he can do anything. Um, obviously, he's not shooting the ball even right now, let alone making shots. I think he's doing a little bit of everything else. But what have you made of the whole Jetty thing up to this point? And I guess should he be playing more? Is that is that just another source of offense that this team can go to that they're missing out on? Is Dylan Windler more more valuable defender right now? I just it's kind of weird. And again, like I haven't, I didn't watch all tonight, so I couldn't speak to what happened. I've I've missed I've missed another game this week. But the the in and out thing with Jetty is just a little bit strange to me right now. Uh, is there Zach? Do you mind answering that first? Then I'll say my response. Yeah. So pretty much, I hadn't even thought about that that part, Justin, about Windler's time being potentially done in Cleveland. But, I mean, the thing about Jetty, he's just been missing. Whereas Windler gives you a little more length on the court. I, I don't – I really don't think he had any impactful plays. No disrespect. It just wasn't any situations to do much. Didn't catch the ball in any open positions. He only played 12 minutes. Jetty will shoot more. I feel like maybe Jetty's efficiency had been so off. Maybe he'd been, he had already fallen in the rotation while he was still playing because he used to come in with Kevin. Now he was coming in even later. They were spacing out when we're at, when we were, when we had Mobley, they were spacing out when Karras would come in versus when Jetty would come in and when Kevin would come in, they'd all come in uh, separately. So all this being said, I just think they're trying something. We're not winning. Maybe it's you, Dylan. Like Windler's obviously put the time in in the G league and in practice to earn the potential opportunity. So Dan, take it away. Yeah, it's just – I think it's – you guys have, have both – I mean, just to piggyback on it, yeah, it's it seems – yeah, Dylan defensively, I think he's done a solid job. Um, I have to give him his credit for that. And, and So do I. Last, I think he's been, like, really, really good everywhere outside of shooting, basically. Like, yeah, he's been just solid. Just general putting the ball in the hole. Like, everything else I think he's been, and, you know, adequate or better at. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just – yeah, it's it is tough though. Um, I, I'm with you. I, I 
Yeah, I, have I been a huge fan of Jetty in the past? No. Um, I mean, I've never necessarily been a huge fan of him. But at this point, it, given the Cavs, like, just lack of shot creation, like, depth, at this rate, like, Jetty is – it's not like – I, again, like, Mac has said this many times, um, the – Chase down guys have always said like theoretical Dylan Windler is, is, is like just what we need from like a shooter guy, but it's not that he, again, there's still like he he's, he took, he's been taking shots of late when he's had the opportunities, but even still a lot of the time, it just seems like he, he, regardless of if he's making or missing, he still hesitates on shots uh, from what I've seen. And that's still a concern. And the other issues with Jetty, like, you need some guys that, uh, like, are at least going to try to, to, like, be a rim pressure guy. Like, Dylan is never going to be that dude. Like, on ball, he is pretty much nothing from what he's shown. It's probably because of a lack of a confidence standpoint from before with the injury stuff. But, yeah, I I don't get it. It's kind of odd right now. At least with what what Jetty has given the team this year often – um, at least just give him a chance. Uh, like he's a guy that can spark your whole team, and I, I'm with Justin. I don't really see like. I guess you're trying to see what you have with Dylan, but we did draft a guy to shoot the ball, and he's yeah. not done that really at all whatsoever. And I, I appreciate what Dylan's done. I mean, I, I give him his credit for staying with it. Um, but it, this is very curious timing right now. Um. It just seems – maybe it's from, like, upper management. I don't know. I guess I maybe it's, it's saying – say, too, like, that I think Dylan Windler is just a more sound player, especially as a – Yeah, he player. is. He is. On a team that can't stop anybody, I think you have a better chance with Dylan, especially if, if Jetty's not going to be hitting shots. It's just kind of weird to me that he's – it's not just, you know, since Evan Mobley went down or even, you know, since – No. It, it's just been – as of late, just in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out for a guy that has proven at this point to be a feast or fan and player. Yeah. They've always been willing to ride it out through the highs and lows. And now they've decided that it's, it's going to be how it is right now. I don't know. It's just kind of strange to me. You would think, I mean, guys are obviously not going to say it, but you would think behind closed doors based on what he's shown this season, like, how bought in the guy always has been that that probably is a decision. That's probably weighing on guys a little bit too. I would think like guys really do love Jetty. I, I would like that. That is very curious move there. Like, like what, if you're going to trade Dylan in the off season, for instance, what are you getting for Dylan? I mean, come on, like now you're showcasing him. Like, like what, what's the point? And, and it's also a high pressure situation for Dylan given like the look, the constant look at the standing stuff, like it just, it, it's very odd from JB and I, and I've given JP his JB his props a lot this year. Um, and he deserves them, but that is very baffling. I, 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 it's a great question. Yeah, it's, it's certainly something nonetheless, but all right, guys, so as we wrap up, we'll take a quick look. We're not going to go in depth on these games, but the Cavs do have two other games this weekend. It's a very long, it's a tough stretch of four games and five days. And the reward for the end of that is your next three games take place over the span of six days. 
So we have Atlanta tomorrow night. Let's just predict final predictions. We'll go all three games in a row. So we got Atlanta on the road tomorrow. We have on the road at the Knicks Saturday at one back home for Sunday, early evening, six o'clock Philly. Justin, give me a W or L for Atlanta at Atlanta at New York versus Philly on the tail end of a back-to-back. I'm going to go – we'll go Hawks by 12. Okay. Cavs by 6 against New York. Okay. And Philly by 14. All right, Dan, how do we counter that? I'll go Hawks by 18. Um. You know what? I'll, I'll change my tune. I'll be nicer. I'll say Cavs by three at okay. the Knicks in an inspiring performance. And then the next game, they get dunked on by the Liberty Bell by 22. Wow. So the Sixers. Okay. Um, I like the optimism here. I definitely feel like we're, we're getting somewhere as far as Cavs morale. Only losing by 22, certainly better than losing by 23, as they used to and say. Philly, Philly just seems like the perfect game for a nice turnaround. Moses Brown, oh. Moses Brown is going to get in early foul trouble against Embiid. We're going to get 25 Ed Davis minutes, and Joel's just going to do what he wants with him. Ed it's Davis Ed Davis is going to lock him down like Al Horford does. And here's what we got from me. And you heard that here. Don't, don't take me to the bank on that or I'll lose my money. But Ed Davis will also hit a three-pointer in that game. How about that? Ed Davis will hit a three-pointer. I can see that. Ed Davis will hit, hit a three-pointer with uh, 22 on the shot clock from half court for getting – because the guy holding the controller in your 2K game accidentally pressed shoot. That's how he'll get it. I'm pretty sure Ed Davis had a quote when he was either in, like, Utah or Portland or something, or maybe it was Minnesota. I don't even know. But about, like, taking pride and, like, never taking a three-pointer in his career. And, like, that was, like, something he wanted to keep – I'm just going to check that and then give you my take and then we'll wrap up. Ed Davis in his career has played 718 games. Ed Davis has shot one three-pointer, four three-pointers. Oh, oh, he has taken three. One on Portland, two on Brooklyn, and one on Toronto. He had a six-year gap between attempts, has not taken one in three years. So maybe maybe Sunday night's the night. Playoffs, he took two. Playoffs, he's taken two. So that's six. Wasn't isn't there like a wasn't, didn't there used to be a stat on basketball reference that said like if they were heaves? I feel like there was. Yes, we'll bring that back. And real quick, here's what we got. We I'm gonna go Cavs over Atlanta by five. I'll go Cavs over Knicks by 14, and Cavs over Sixers by one. So I'm going three and zero. You know, say what you will. Someone's were you? Gotta... Was Mac? Did Mac uh, go in Zach's? Uh, body real quick or <laughs> mac and zach ryan mac has a k zach has an h and you already know you don't trust k endings in four letter names no disrespect to our homeboy mac perry killing it with its <laughs> cavalier but you already know you trust the h spelling that's why every zach in nba history has spelled it with an h and there's never been a k you could that you could take me to the bank on i know that inside and out between levine randolph and the others there's never been a k ever there's never been a k you know why? Because they already know what's up. And the word what has an H in it. So if you're confused, you're not saying W-K-A-T. You're saying W-H-A-T. What? But regardless, uh, Justin, Dan, 
Pleasure as always. I look forward to sitting courtside with you guys next year, watching Ed Davis make his first career three, which won't happen this weekend. Yep, sounds good. You're you're buying, right? I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I'm 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 buying the food, and you're buying the NFT from the Ed Davis three. <laughs> okay. Same I'm cost. Same cost. Is that gonna that. is that gonna be nine one one triple? Yeah, nine one one triple for Ed Davis from deep in the. 2k game again because we're still sitting courtside for 2k but on that note pleasure having dan and justin on check out their podcast cavalier central and check out dan's writing at king james gospel i'm zach weiss we will see you very very soon we'll have pods reminder pods after every single play in and play off game as well so until next time this has been across the cat